what are distasteful things or what are things that people do that you see commonly on LinkedIn that people don't realize is is hurting them and mm. it's, it's probably holding them back from opportunities because a lot of people don't know, especially if they don't have LinkedIn uh, premium, mm. most people don't know like, yo, recruiters and people are always checking your account even if they're not hitting you up. Mm-hmm. And more often than not, people don't realize that they're... So we already talked about optimizing your, your LinkedIn, your profile. Mm-hmm. It's not about posting. But what are things that people can do, whether it's posting or it's things they might put on their profile that they don't realize is actually hurting them? Hmm. Um, and here's where it gets subjective, right? Because... Okay, cool, yeah. Every recruiter is different. So what might catch the interest of one might turn another person off. But I think... Really being aware of your brand and like, what is it that you want people to know about you and your skill set? And we touched on just like the market a bit and how it's shaky and desperate times call for desperate measures. Like I see people post about like, you know, my visa is about to run out and I need a job ASAP. Please, you know, share this post with people, you know, so I, I see stuff yeah. like that and I get it. Like it's tough. Yeah. Um, but what I actually recently, um, how do you say on like uh, not blocked but like unfollowed or disconnected yeah, with somebody on I don't un- know what, is, what do you unfollow I don't know yeah. whatever that version is on LinkedIn I recently did that with somebody because they were complaining a lot about yeah. a lot of the interviews and how like people weren't you know responded to them back and link and recruiters were ghosting them which is true yeah you know some of us do ghosts I've heard about I've heard about recruiter ghosting yeah It'd be a lot of folks, but anyway, we we won't get into that. But I think just like the way he talked about it, it was just very, mm, I'll be real. It it was just kind of rude. Um, And he was, and it's like, okay, I hear your frustration, but I think with everything you have to be strategic and think about like the end user, who's going to see that? Because at the end of the day, nobody owes you anything. That's the, that's no, nobody owes you anything. A lot of people, this is the thing today where everyone feels like they're just owed, like just like, oh, I deserve this thing. It's like no one deserves that, and no one owes you anything. No. I love that you said that. Yeah, and that's something I tell people all the time. Like nobody owes you anything, especially not a six figure, six figure job. Listen, because the truth of the matter is. You're looking at, let's say you're looking at the glass half empty. Somebody could be looking at the glass half full and say, okay, well, I've been, what I've learned from my recruitment experiences after being ghosted and not hearing back from recruiters is that da da da. And so it's kind of like reframing and repackaging your experience so that people see the silver lining. Because the truth of the matter is like, I can sit here and scrutinize anything and call out all the negative things about it but surely there was a learning in there surely there was something you could have taken away and say like okay well sure maybe i was i was ghosted but here's what i learned and here's how i want to revamp that and and implement that in my next search so i think it's all about like how you pivot but if you're just dwelling nobody wants a negative nancy around nobody wants somebody who's going to drain their energy so i think it's just like yeah, repackaging yeah. and repurposing so that you're not dwelling on the negative, yeah. but you're showing what you learned from that experience. And that, to me, I mean, I'm like, okay, all right. Do, do companies and or recruiters, and I know you can't speak for every company or every recruiter, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of generally, when they see a person 
being a bit negative, whether the person is talking trash about recruiters or the person is saying nobody wants to hire me or like, you know, just whatever. Do you believe that that can sometimes translate to them thinking, okay, if we hire this person on or even if we interview this person and Mm -hmm. just it doesn't work out because we try to interview them, but we just don't feel that they're the best candidate for the role. Mm -hmm. This person could like potentially bash us or bash our company. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I think one person's review is not enough to pull down a whole. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, if 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 some random influencer site or, or like or, oh, what is that site. app that they? Oh gosh, I can't remember. Like blind? No, not blind. Is it blind? Basically, like where you can leave like anonymous reviews on companies. Like yeah. if for some reason, like everyone there's like a spike in negative reviews, it might prompt. Okay, let's look at some of our processes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like everybody wants a job, so people are still gonna apply to that company oh, yeah, regardless. Exactly. So they like, oh, I heard this. It's like, oh, but they paying, they paying what? Okay. I'm gonna suck it up and I'm gonna go. <laughs> so yeah, I think just knowing like you do not single handedly hold the power to pull down something that has been established for however many years. Yeah. So it's just kind of like learning, not necessarily sipping the Kool Aid, but just aligning yourself so whatever feedback or response you put out there is still not perceived as just negative and unproductive and unhelpful to the rest of the broader community because i mean it's very easy for people to just that's annoying block delete out of sight out of mind